It's now time for the Coach Cody Fagan Show. And it's brought to you by the Whitesboro Athletic Booster Club. As we will go over everything Whitesboro, over the Bearcats and the Lady Cats Sports Nation. And go over tonight's opponent for the Bearcats. Now, here's your host Frank Grantham and Linda Lee with Whitesboro Athletic Director Cody Fagan. Hello, Bearcat Nation, and welcome to the Coach Cody Fagan Show, where we are here to talk all things Whitesboro sports. If we can keep Frank from talking so much, we'll try to get this in within <laughs> less than 19 minutes. But um, really excited to be here uh, with uh, Athletic Director and Head Football Coach Cody Fagan. And we're going to talk uh, and start really with some fall sports. Let's go ahead and continue to give our updates on cross-country volleyball and tennis, and then we'll move into uh, the Aubrey game and look forward to the Gunner game. Obviously, a lot of good good things going on in the athletic program. Uh, volleyball got a nice win last night. We're filming this show earlier in the week. They were over in Howe and swept those girls over there. Really looking good, getting close to district play now. They've got another match this uh, Friday at Ponder. And uh, then we're getting into uh, some of that district play, obviously, with Ponder and uh, SNS coming up next Tuesday. So those girls are riding high going into district and we're looking for some them to make some noise in that district uh, tennis had a good showing earlier this week at melissa another obviously we've talked about that before another big 4a opponent for those guys helping them prepare to get ready for a great spring and obviously they do a lot of great things here in the fall even so cross country had a great showing saturday at sns girls and boys took home the team championship girls beat gunner by five points and the boys uh, beat the next best team by 70-something points. They actually had a perfect score, wow. meaning they took first, second, third, fourth, and fifth place. That's awesome. We man. had our our boys take the first five places in the meet, so it was really exciting to That's watch those great. kids and all that hard work they've had going into it. Uh, cross country will be at Decatur this coming up week, and then uh, tennis uh, is not on the schedule for the coming upcoming week, but... Obviously, a lot of great things going, and then middle school sports cranking up. We're, we've got um, middle school football at the first game later this week, just before this game was played. This game will be played Friday, and obviously volleyball is getting going. They had a game canceled because SNS having some COVID issues, but really a lot of exciting time and a lot of uh, exciting stuff going on in athletics. Absolutely, Coach. You know, it's great to hear your wife's done a great job taking over the uh, cross country. And look at them, look over to – SNS and win the, both the boys and the girls division. That is just awesome. She's done a fabulous job keeping that uh, program going good. Um, Coach, uh, let's move on now to football a little bit. Let's go over the 4A Aubrey game. You know, they came in, they're ranked number 10 in the state. We told everybody that. Uh, Keith Ivey's got a great program going over there for the Chaparrales in the 4A division. Um, but I believe we came away with some good experience from it. We I mean we fell forty nine to fourteen, but we came away with it, you know, with good experience, and we did play with them there for a while. So, uh, what can you really comment on that, uh, Cody, as the game went on there Friday night? Well, obviously, we knew they were a good football team going in, and uh, we. we helped them out in a lot of ways we didn't play real well so we've got to make sure we clean things up and worry about ourselves going into this week with uh, uh, another good opponent coming to town 
but uh, obviously up front, we, uh, we, we did not play well. Obviously, I think Aubrey had a lot to do with that, but at the same time, offensive line, defensive line, we did not have our best outings that we've had this year, and we've got to drastically improve in those areas. That's where we've been working all week. So, uh, you know, anytime you come out after a big loss, you've got to make sure that you look within before you start looking at the other opponent and preparing for them. So we have a lot of things to clean up and make sure we're getting fixed going into this week. Coach, there's one play that uh, we want to talk about. Not that it was a crucial part of the game, but if they listened to our broadcast or was it the game Friday, there was a play that was close to the goal line where our quarterback, I believe Harper, went back to throw the ball. He was under heavy rush around the goal line. We would say around the two to one yard line. Uh, he did throw the ball away, which he's supposed to do, which he did get rid of the ball, and the referee signal incomplete pass. But could we really get any clarification on that? Did it? I mean, did it look like it was just it could have went either way? Because I know they called us or called us for a safety and gave them two points on the play. You know, obviously it was a snap over Max's head. He was just trying to make something happen. Ran back there, grabbed the ball, had a rush in his face, uh, tried to throw the ball. He threw it directly in the direction of two of our players within three yards of the football. Um, and uh, don't think he was in the end zone. But like you said, that that play didn't have a whole lot to do with the outcome, right. especially in a 49-14 game. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I don't think uh, he was in the end zone, but that's one of those deals. It's a learning uh, lesson for all of us. I uh, talked to the kids Friday night. Some things weren't going our way uh, in a lot of areas, and that's just one of those things where we got to control what we can control and make sure you know, the, the bottom line on that play is if we don't snap it over his head, we don't find out if that's, that's a good point. right or wrong. So uh, if we just do our job and make sure we're taking care of business, we will be much better off. Absolutely. Well, you know, we learned from it. Like I said, we got some experience. We know going in that was going to be a hard team to beat, and that's just going to prepare us for district, which is coming up real soon uh, after the Gunner game. So let's kind of shift gears and go to the Gunner game. Gunner is number two in Division Two in Class 3A coming to town. Um, they are a whopping 76 and 6 since 2016. Just a real good program. Uh, that's hard to top anywhere. They've had big wins over Sunnyvale and last week Pottsboro. And their quarterback, Hutt Graham, has already committed to Texas Tech. Uh, this is going to be another, like I said, another ranked team, Cody, coming in here. Uh, this will help us kind of get ready for district, which will be coming up after our bye week. But uh, what does Gunner, let's start with their defense first. Uh, they're, they're pretty stacked on both sides of the ball, but their defense, do they? what kind of a defense can the Bearcats expect to see Friday night? They're going to do the same thing they've done forever, just a base 4-4, cover 3. They don't move a lot. They don't stem a lot. They don't blitz a lot. They play base, and they trust that their kids are going to play really good technique and be really disciplined. They look like uh, uh, almost borderline robotic when you watch them on film because they're so technically sound. So obviously they do a fantastic job with that uh, defense over there, and that's uh, Coach Fazell's defense that he runs himself, and you can tell that they take a lot of pride in it and, and do a great job with it. So we're going to have to be uh, just as disciplined, just as uh, um, detailed in our approach to make sure that we know where they're going to be and how to attack that scheme. Obviously, 4-4 four, four cover three is one of the oldest defenses in football. It's a good one, but just like anything else, there's a lot of strengths to it and there's a lot of weaknesses to it. So we're going to have to do our best to go out there and attack those weaknesses and see if we can get our kids in space and get that ball moving because uh, 
we didn't do that last Friday, and that's been a very uh, big focus for us this week. So if we can get our guys in the right spot and attacking and playing with a lot of energy and excitement, I think we've got a good chance to move the ball on that side of the ball. Coach, um, going to be the first home game of the year. I know everybody's pretty excited about that. Um, coming into this game, and, and I know we typically do this towards the end of the show, but I, I know there's some that are curious um, how Harper is uh, recovering and also Jay Chom. Um, we've stayed fairly healthy through the first few weeks, uh, and but you know we did see a, a rolled ankle from Harper this last game. Is it looking, and I know this is early in the week, we're recording this on Wednesday if y'all don't know, but is it looking like uh, he'll be good to go Friday? Yeah, he, he's practiced every day this week. He was good to go Monday, Tuesday. Obviously, we expect him out there today. He was a little tender on it Monday, and he's been doing his part, making sure that he's icing and taking care of that ankle and doing everything he can to recover. So he's doing a great job, and uh, we expect him to be out there all night Friday and leading our offense just like he's done the first two weeks. Chavez is coming back off of the uh, neck injury that he had against Bells. Everything checked out okay. He's come off his protocol, and uh, we're expecting to see him help us out on the offensive and defensive lines and rotate in there and, and give us another one of those bodies to uh, hopefully have some depth late in the game. Coach, uh, over the Gunners' offense, uh, they, they're putting up like 40, 50, 60 points a game. Do they just run that? Is it like a triple option, or what can we? What do the Bearcats expect to see uh, out of them Friday coming up against the Bearcats D? Yeah, obviously they're uh, they're never going to get too far away from that triple option stuff they've been running the last several years, and uh, that's obviously uh, in its own right hard to defend. But they also mix in a lot of spread stuff, so you'll see them range anywhere from double tight, double wing, uh, three back sets to all the way to empty and uh, regular trips and double stuff like we show. So they've got a whole lot of stuff that they do and uh, just like defensively where they're so technically sound and play disciplined football, they do the same thing on offense. You you know uh, they're gonna be a disciplined team. Last year we faced, an, or last week we faced an opponent that had 15, 16 penalties. Uh, you, you're not gonna see that out of Gunner. We're gonna have to uh, you know make sure that defensively we play assignment football and trust that our buddy's gonna be in the right spot and. They've got some weapons, obviously, the Graham kid, you know, anytime you're signing with uh, Texas Tech, you're pretty good, and uh, they've got some other kids with Ethan Sloan at the slot receiver, and the Cole Lemons kid, tall guy out on the edge, and then the Ashton Bennett uh, kid, number 32 at fullback, so they've got some kids that uh, are really dangerous when they get the ball in their hand, and we just got to trust that our kids are going to be in the right spot and play that disciplined brand of football that Coach Gabbert prides himself with. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game, Coach. I know it's going to be a very stiff test. Um, Gunner always an excellent, excellent opponent. And so uh, I want to encourage everybody to come out. This is the first home game of the year, and we really want to come out and support those Bearcats. Be loud. Uh, do as much as we can as a, a 12th man, if you will, to encourage those guys on the field. Right before we get to uh, the time where we just kind of cut you loose and, and let you talk about what's on your heart, i got a couple really important questions for you. College football has started, Coach. And last year, I think you were like six of seven, something like that. It was really good. You did had well. Had a good run. Had a good run. It was, it was a real good run. So I've got a couple games that, that you need to call right now. So the first one is going to be Texas at Arkansas. So first check into the SEC here, I guess, for them. Um, Arkansas, of all the teams that hate Texas, Arkansas may hate Texas the most. Uh, so you're going to have you know, them more up for the game than they ever are. Longhorns coming off a pretty solid win. What's your call? 
Are they in Fayetteville or They're Little Rock? At Fayetteville. At Fayetteville, okay. So I'm going to say that the Longhorns are going to take them down. I'm going to say that uh, Coach Sark has them rolling, and it's just more fun in college football when Texas is good. So hopefully they continue and uh, until they play uh, another team in Orange. But uh, hopefully they take care of that. Okay, now the big one. I know the one that's on everybody's mind. Um, Cal coming into Fort Worth against the TCU Horn Frogs. So who do you got? Horn Frogs look really solid, blew out Duquesne. Now Duquesne, not a great program, but blew them out 45 to threes, so much so that they shortened the second half. Um, Cal, I don't even know what they did, honestly. I think they won, I'm not sure. I'm gonna stick with the Big 12. I'm a, I'm a homer, I'm gonna go with the Big 12. I think TCU will take care of business and uh, take care of the boys from California, the Bears. Okay, that, that, that was the most important thing that we had in the show, so now we can move forward. <laughs> um, joking, of course. Coach, uh, been uh, an interesting start to the season. Uh, I know a lot of things are happening right now in the area with COVID heating up and all of these things. Um, what's your message right now to the community and what's on your heart as we end this program? Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, there is some COVID stuff ramping up around us and uh, I think that's something we're just gonna deal with over the next, I don't know how long, probably the rest of our lives, unfortunately, but uh, it, it is what it is in that regard. Just uh, if you can keep your kids uh, washing hands, doing everything they can to stay safe. I will say as far as our community goes and the things that I'm seeing uh, in our administration, our booster club, the people that are supporting our kids and our football program and our school in general, you, you, if you get a chance to come out to the stadium tonight, check out the press box, brand new signage up on the press box. We've got the old press box moved over into an area right inside the front gate to where we can start using it as a booster club uh, trailer per se for their merchandise so a lot of good things happening in the district a lot of good things happening over at the stadium so uh great place to be love this town love this community and should be a great uh, grayson county football game here tonight against a really good opponent they're going to bring a great crowd hopefully we've got a great crowd and uh, see if our kids can come out and battle and come out on top well you heard it there we want to encourage everybody to come out if at all possible um, to this game going to be a great game where the gunner tigers come on over to face your whitesboro bearcats i uh, hope to see you at the game hope you're loud hope you're proud let's go bearcats go bearcats go bearcats